Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast, where today we are talking about living water. You know, Jesus met with his disciples, and he spoke to them about this beautiful living water. And Jesus said, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Let's talk a little bit about that living water today. You know, we as Christians uh, have this beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, and we have access to an abundant, beautiful, happy life, a life flowing with as living water, as Jesus said. But I have to be authentic, and I have to be real. And if I were to tell you that every day for me, I'm, I feel like I'm filled with this beautiful living water, I, I really wouldn't be honest. So honesty forces me to say that sometimes in my life, I feel like there's just a trickle of living water. I've been through times in my life, too, where I, I felt some droughts. I had dry spots. Have you ever had times in your life when you, you feel like, oh, I'm in a dry spell? But occasionally I feel the water that's there, but it's just kind of like a small little creek of living water. But Jesus's words really give me hope. This week, it was a tough week. Have you ever had weeks where you went, oh, I'm glad that's over with. I, I had a dead battery. Um, one of my family members, we, we had an ER, an, uh, an ER visit to the emergency room that was unexpected, of course, and then a flat tire. Those sort of things in life, although everyone's fine, everything's okay now, those things kind of get your attention sometimes, and you really don't feel 100%. You know, in a passage in the Gospel of, of John, the seventh chapter, Jesus attended this Feast of the Tabernacles, and I read a little bit about it. It was this eight-day feast, and it was called the Annual Festival of Fruit, Wine, and Olive Harvest. It Sounds like my kind of a festival. It sounds like that would be a fun day. But it actually lasted eight days where people stayed sometimes on campsites, and it was an event that people would go to. And some of the, um, the Jewish folks who went stayed actually in huts to remind themselves of their past and their wilderness journey. And so they really wanted to feel what it was like and remember their past to be more appreciative and grateful for what they have now, this beautiful harvest. Everyone was talking about Jesus, the, the Jesus at the time, and they were hoping that he would show up. And he really was the topic of conversation. And some people were saying, oh, he's a really good man. I've seen him. I've heard him. Some were saying, wow, he's very wise. He's a prophet. And others were saying, he is the Messiah. And some were saying, oh, this guy's demon-possessed. He's mentally ill. So, so many people wanted to hear him. On the last day of the feast, the, the Jews had a ceremony they did, and they took water from the pool of Siloam, and they, they poured it out very ceremoniously at the altar. And Jesus then started speaking of water, but he started speaking of living water. And it was a promise that he made about, we have access to this living water. And it reminds us of the story of Jesus at the woman of the well telling her that, pull from this well that never shall run dry. It's an eternal, eternal water. And then Jesus says at this feast, he starts speaking of thirst. And he reminds people that the thirst that we have in our lives is a strong desire 
it's really a vacuum in our lives that we're all born with, and this vacuum of, of, of needing spirituality in our lives and a spiritual blessing, which nothing else can satisfy but finding fulfillment, meaning, and purpose in our spiritual lives. And he speaks of the comforting influences of the Holy Spirit, symbolized by the water. Jesus reminds them, I always won't be here. One day I will be gone, but I'm going to leave behind my Holy Spirit to comfort you and to be an access to abundant life. Jesus called on them to come to him and to drink. The comfort flows plentifully and constantly as a river. There are four things I want to talk today about in our podcast. And the first one is the qualification to receive this living water is really acknowledging our need. Jesus stood and he shouted to the crowds, hey, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. On the final day, only the qualified ones could come up and be a part of this this water ceremony at this feast. And they could dip and they could pour the water. But the common people had to kind of stand off to the side and, and just watch from the sidelines. Have you ever had experiences in life where you feel like you weren't part of the crowd, you were just on the sidelines? I think about my teen years. Um, you know, there were popular kids in school, and I wasn't one of them, so I kind of felt like I was on the sidelines. There's other times in our lives that sometimes we don't feel like we're in the in crowd or we just don't fit in. We all have those experiences. But the ones who participated in this ceremony were ones who had status and position or money, but Jesus was addressing everyone. You know, there are people today who feel unworthy, underprivileged, and overlooked. And Jesus was speaking to that crowd, and he speaks to that crowd today. And Jesus took the time to value everyone and to honor every voice. Um, do you ever feel like you're just not important? You're not unique. You're not special. Special. Jesus said to you, and he says to me, anyone who is thirsty may come. Secondly, the price of this living water has been paid. Um, human thirst is a very controlling force. It forces many people to um, pursue power and status and to satisfy something in their lives that they're looking for. As a society, we often run to things in our lives to find other ways except God to find inner peace and satisfaction. We're all seeking serenity and peace. You know, when you go to a store today, you see scented candles, you see aromatherapy. There's so many different ways in our lives that I think uh, folks are marketing to people who are looking for serenity and peace. But as God's children, we know that peace Serenity and fulfillment come from our relationship to God. They don't come from external things. Thirdly, we learn that living water is very powerful. Many things in life are temporary. Things run out. Things break. Relationships come and go. Things fail. Sometimes our dreams are put off to the side. Um, This natural fountain of living water that Jesus is talking about is eternal. We may learn that the Christian who embraces this promise and receives this offer has a never-failing source of consolation adapted to all times and all circumstances. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever time you may be in right now, or what circumstance, God is there with you. Why? Because it lives in the heart 
constantly providing life and vitality. It's a pure fountain springing up to eternal joy in our lives. Living water is very powerful. The fourth thing I want us to look at today and be reminded of is that the results are transformational. The living water is a symbol of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The indwelling grace shall constantly and fully supply all the deepest necessities of our soul. What does this mean? Well, it means God empowers us, it elevates us, and it purifies us. We're empowered when we feel weak. It elevates us when we're feeling like we're on the sidelines, we're a nobody, we're reminded we're a child of God. And because God gave, Christ gave his, his, his life for us, for eternal life, it purifies us from the sin that we can receive eternal life from God. A few questions before we close today. Have you received this living water? Have you received the gift from God? Have you received the love and the salvation from God? And do you feel like the Holy Spirit is dwelling within you? Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty physically? Are you thirsty spiritually? How about mentally? Sometimes we get a part in our life where we're just physically exhausted and we need to take care of ourselves. Sometimes we feel very empty spiritually. We've given all we can give and we need to take a step back and do things to feed our spirit. And sometimes mentally, we're, our brains are just so full, we need to step back and care for ourselves. The world, too, is very thirsty and hungry for God. We also get thirsty. But I remind you now of what Jesus said. Jesus said, Come unto me, and I will give you rivers of living water. May we all place our faith and trust in Christ alone for our salvation. And may we realize that we have access to a river of living water, an abundant Christian life. My prayer for you is this week will be very special and unique as you celebrate living in the rivers of living water that God has provided for us. Thank you, and God bless you.